Say go. If you like what we're doing here, if you support the show and you want to give support to the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash let's talk native. And if you do so, we'll provide you some exclusive content and some things that uh, others aren't going to get when you get it. So support us by going to Patreon. Yahweh. Let's Talk Native is produced at the LTN Studios on the Cataraugus territory of the Seneca Nation. We break all the rules for native media by peeling back the layers of assimilation and indoctrination. We may step on a few toes through our examination of culture, art, politics, history, and identity. But the real goal here is to bring our people together by breaking down what separates us. So, welcome to Let's Talk Native with John Kane. Say hey everyone, welcome to Let's Talk Native. I'm John Kane. Um, you know, we we're living in a time where there's a where we're very familiar with with the role that activists are playing. You know, there's calls for social justice. There's you know there are pipelines being brought, blocked and highways and rail and there's we have an, any number of issues that uh, you know that we deal with on a on, you know look on a, almost on a daily basis. So the question is. Not only what can you do, but these are things you can do. And, you know, so when I'm, when I'm asked that question, well, what can I do to help? What, what can I do to become active? You know, I got to start with, with one of the most basic things. Don't screw up other people who are doing, the go, doing good work. I mean, I, I'm wearing one of my mascot shirts here. One of, the, one of the immediate things that I get confronted with as I'm trying to raise awareness about the problems that the that schools using mascots uh represent the problem that it, that that is is invariably there's going to be some native persons oh i have no problem with that you know what if you don't have a problem with native mascots then fine shut up and get out of the way but don't tell me you don't have a problem or you're not concerned about the mascot issue and then lead a campaign against those of us who are trying to stop it so the first thing I'll tell anybody, you want to get involved with, with native issues, don't fight your own people over them. Now, I know one of the criticisms that I could get is, you know, look at the way you talk about Deb Haaland or, you know, uh, Paulette Jordan or any of these native people who ran for office and that kind of stuff. Well, let's be clear. If Deb Haaland does some good work, I will be supporting the work that she does every step along the way. I'm just not crazy about our people leaving our system and joining theirs. I'm not crazy about our people becoming agents of our of the oppression, so to speak. Now, if they want to do some good work, then we'll do some good work, and, I, and I'll support the work that they do. I'm hopeful when I see Native people get in that other in that other canoe in that other ship. There's a part of me that that begrudges it there's no question about it but i'm not saying that i'm going to begrudge them so much for leaving our canoe and entering their ship that i'm going to fight them when they try to do good work so there, there is a difference there so I, I want to be clear now again we do find ourselves oftentimes at odds with native people as we're trying to champion things like even, even missing and murdered indigenous women uh, even you know even the mascot issue there's there's one group of uh of people who claim to be native that uh you know, that try to organize and you know they they their pitches 
educate, do not eradicate or some stupid thing like that. Um, so no, sometimes we do, we, we do find ourselves fighting our own people. But what I'm saying is let's not fight the people who are trying to do some good work. And even if you don't necessarily agree with their position on an issue, whether it's mascots or whether it's, you know, look, we're going to, we're going to see stuff you know, uh, creep up on this, the, the, the debate over cannabis. In fact, we've already seen it on the, on the, uh, uh, on the other side of the imaginary line, there are people who've, who've set up uh, stores and, and they've had, you know, um, places you could, you could buy. And some people just get beside themselves trying to stop it. We saw the same thing with tobacco sellers, tobacco manufacturers. There's always going to be some people who say, I'm against that. Well, look, if you're not for it, that's fine. But, but let's not fight our own people as we're trying to advance some, uh, some things. And I'm not saying that we, we don't try to hold each other accountable and responsible as we do things that are impact our communities. But that's not the same thing as saying, no, I hate you. You're a business, you're a greedy business person. So we're going to, we're going to shut you down. No, I understand that people want to do that to drug dealers. And I'm not opposed to that. That, you know, that's, that's another thing. That's, that's not providing something that is, you know, uh, a social benefit um, for the most part. So, but as far as what you can do, you know, again, I've, I've got to start with, with just don't, just don't fight our own people who are trying to do good work. I mean, then, of course, educate yourself. Find out why people oppose mascots. Find out why, um, why people are trying to do, be creative about developing economically on our territories. Look, we have some of the highest poverty levels of any place in, the, in, in North America. So we may have to be creative. And you know what? Being creative may mean that we, we, we cross the state on, on what they think we should be able to do. And, and I don't believe the states have authority to regulate what we do. So we may do some things that are going to be somewhat contentious. But don't fight our people. You know, look, if, if we have a bunch of people who are trying to stop a, a pipeline, don't fight our people. Even though some people may say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tear up some pipeline. I'm going to destroy equipment. If you don't support that, then don't support it. But don't condemn people who are going to take nonviolent direct action to a level that you are not prepared to. See, this kind of gets to what I was talking about in previous shows. When we've got to empower the people, the younger people coming up, the people behind us, to do things that perhaps we weren't willing to do. Or maybe we didn't have the, the knowledge or the background, the experience. Or maybe we just didn't have the courage. Or, you know, or the innovation, the creativity to do certain things. So we, we need to, we need to understand that we, ha we have to survive and not just survive. We need to thrive. We need to raise the quality of our lives. Now, when I talk about being in the activist community, there's some things that we need to fight against. And then there's some things that we need to fight for. So when I'm suggesting, if you want to know what you can do, find out what are the issues we have housing issues and we've we've talked about things like tiny homes you can get involved in a, in a project like that it doesn't re require you know you know a million man army to do that kind of thing missing and murdered indigenous women a lot of that a lot of that stuff is just raising awareness so the first thing you can do is educate yourself on the on the on the range of issues that confront native people 
Educate yourself the best you can. There's, there's plenty of books to read. There's look at them. You don't want to read. There's any number of podcasts. You search it out. If people want to inquire from me, I'll make some recommendations. But find out what you can, and then try to try to discern who are the people who are selling a, <laughs> selling a bill of goods, and who are the people who are really selling you know, selling an idea that we should be embracing for our territories. But look, they're they're ag projects, and again. Cannabis might be one of those ag projects. There's food sovereignty movements. There are, um, again, tiny home uh, issues, housing issues. We have housing issues in every one of our territory. We have, we, have a, we have a shortage of housing. Well, we don't have to necessarily have a tribal government, for lack of a better word, um, that fixes things. We, as activists, as an activist community, it may not seem like an activist if, if you're doing a business. So if you get involved in, in, in tiny homes, yeah, you may be doing it for, for a career. But, it's, but it's actually, it's, it is activism because you're addressing a social need, housing. And, and there's any number of things. Look, we are dealing with social justice issues, whether it's death by cop or, um, or whether it's, you know, how we're being treated in court. And in the previous show, I talked about, you know, a court that wants to— you know, jam our way of life into their box by saying, "Oh no, if you, we we can't recognize the sovereignty of uh, of an individual because you know unless the tribe has given you that or something like that." So no, we we have to address some of these social justice issues. You know, we can support Black Lives Matter. We, you know, there there are any number of of things that, that you can get involved in. So, and and we should we should get involved in not just the social justice issues and, and, and some of the issues that face us here on territory, but again, a large part of our population lives off territory. So yeah, there's a lot of community stuff that we can do on territory, but there's also community stuff that can happen in any urban environment. But part of it is, is understanding, look, um, mutual aid uh, uh, initiatives. There's plenty of those. My, my, uh, my co-host Regan is very much involved in, in some of this. So there's any number of things that you can do involved with with a native community or as native a native community within a larger community, like in some of these urban environments. And we should. We should be involved in social justice. We should be involved in racial equity. I've mentioned it before. We certainly have been the beneficiaries of some of the, you know, the amazing movement that got behind Black Lives Matter. In, again, even as the uh, the murderer of George Floyd is on trial right now, we know in the wake of the George Floyd murder that Washington football team changed its name. They didn't do it out of their the, the goodness of their hearts. They did it because enough pressure got made socially that, that said that the benefactors of the Washington football team said, you got to change your name. We're not going to put our name on your stadium. We're not going to sell your 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 Washington football gear. We're not going to do any of that stuff. So so they had to they had to change it. We were the beneficiary of some of uh, of some of that. And and it's not because the the black community owed us. It's that that we mesh with some of the same issues. So there's much that we can do. And and there's and there's more that we should do in collaboration with uh, with not only other oppressed people but but allies, but there are, there are a ton of things that we can we can address, 
And again, education is a big is a big part of it. There's there's much that we can learn about our language and our culture if, if we don't already know. There's more that we do in terms of not only what we educate ourselves with in terms of the, the reading material that's out there, the the podcasts that are out there, the YouTube videos, <laughs> all of that stuff. There, there's plenty for uh, for people to learn about. And look, most of what you're going to find in, in reading material um, or, or online, wherever you get it, is are going to be ideas. They're going to be opinions. It's on you to, to find out what areas pique your interest enough that you want to pursue more. Because even if somebody says something like me, says something you completely don't agree with, you may say, I don't agree with his approach, but I see the problem. I'm going to find something. That's great, too. I think we need multi-pronged approaches to, to any number of problems. You know, so whether we're talking about economic development, whether we're talking about social justice, whether we're talking about how we educate our kids. Look, we have a unique opportunity coming out of this whole pandemic issue to, to, to play a bigger role in the education of our children. I don't know how many people are doing that. You know, I'm, I'm not a parent anymore. I'm, my, my kids are grandkids. So, but there's a lot more that we could do. We should take advantage of somewhat of what technology has provided or, or what the, the fact that we've been compelled to use technology for education. We could do more within, with our families and within our communities. There, we do have issues that we are fighting. We are, we are fighting pipelines. So whether we're talking about Line 3 or Dakota Access Pipeline or, or other parts of the Keystone XL Pipeline, we're fighting fossil fuel industries. We're fighting gas lines that are being run even through places like New York. Uh, again, Regan is very much involved in some of that stuff. And we have this fossil fuels infrastructure that is impacting all of our territories. And even beyond the fossil fuels infrastructure, I think about here in Seneca Territory, we still have radioactive leaching happening at West Valley uh, nuclear demonstration facility that's leaching into, into, our, into our river. So we know this stuff is there, and we all can play a role. And look, I know it's tough. You know, one of the things that you know, when, you, when you do kind of narrow in on, on an issue that you, that you, want, that you want to champion— there's always going to be somebody saying, why are you wasting your time doing that? Aren't there more important things to do? We can't all do everything. In fact, nobody can get involved in every aspect. I try to cover as many issues as possible. Why? Because I'm a, because I'm a voice on the radio and I'm a voice on a podcast. But in terms of what I actually do with my, my personal time, you, there's only so much you can do. So let's acknowledge that, that we, there's many of us that are doing different things. And let's support each other the the best that we can and and, and that might mean financially maybe it mean throwing some money at a at, at a cause but it also may mean encouragement and and to the extent that you can do something on a given day that helps somebody else's cause even if it's not the specific issue that you're you, that you have selected to champion you can help each other if there's a walk or if there's a rally if there's something that's close by in in your region frankly if you can talk to other people, spread the word. You know, look, I've talked about missing and murdered indigenous women. One of the biggest problems that we have with, with the, the danger that our, that our women, girls, you know, uh, um, any of the most vulnerable people on our, our, our territories face is the lack of infrastructure. Part of that infrastructure is just word of mouth. 
How much can we communicate uh, about somebody who turned up missing uh, initially? And then what can we do within our own networks? I don't mean just post it on Facebook. But what can we do within our community to, to raise awareness? Uh, hey, have you seen such and such? Well, she was last seen with, with, with such and such or whatever. I mean, these are the kinds of things that, that go a long way. Most of the time, when, uh, when uh, you know, one of our, our younger uh, um, girls from our territory turns up missing, it's the word of mouth that, that finally, you know, uh, exposes, you know, why, where she left, why she left, or, or, or you know, where she is. And, and so we need more of that. And, and, of course, the other thing that we need to do, and it gets back to what I was talking about a little bit earlier, is we, we need to make sure, and I've talked about this on previous shows, we need to do what we can to raise the quality of life. So for all of the things that we want to talk about in terms of topics that we could be an activist about, the thing that we should be most geared towards is raising the quality of life of our family and the people around us and the communities that we're part of. Because that's how we stay engaged with each other. Because when, when, you, where, when where you live is no longer desirable or has been undesirable for a very long time, how do you keep, how do you keep your kids? How do you protect the, 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 your family members who are desperately trying to break out of the, the community they're in because, because there, there are no opportunities, because there is no prospect for their future in the, in the given territories? These, these are the kinds of causes that we need to fight for. So whether it's whatever the, the latest is going to be in terms of economic development, maybe it is, you know, cannabis and marijuana. Maybe it is some, some new venture. Maybe it's, it's, it's more of this entertainment, um, you know, filming, uh, you know, internet presence. Look, I know that any, any market can get, can get saturated, but I'll tell you, we, we are a long way from saturating the market in terms of uh, people who are willing to get the word out. People are willing to educate on camera, on podcasts, on internet, whatever. We need to do more. So, you know, even though this is what I do, I wish there were more of us. I wish there were more voices out there and, and more voices, frankly, that I think are credible and that are constructive. Because I think we, we need the, our, our best voices, our best minds out there. And we need to create, you know, create the opportunity for, for more young people to, um, to partake in these conversations. There is a lot that people face. And you know, I talk about identity as it's one of the, you know, my biggest themes all the time. And there's so much that's eroding at it. And look, I understand that we, we, we do need to sustain ourselves. So we are, you know, we are players in the, in the, in the capitalist system to some extent, but we could ha provide more. We, ha we could have more choices about what we do in terms of how we support our families what career choices we make. And it's difficult. It's difficult because there's a lot, there's a lot of distraction out there. And, you know, we can also be distracted about what we view as a higher quality of life. It may not necessarily be, you know, your income statement at the end of the year. It may be, what have you done with your family, with, you know, with your community members that simply has been more enjoyable. So I think we have to rethink some of this stuff. But, but in terms of when you ask the question, what can I do? Man, there are so many answers and there's so many choices there. 
And and I know every the first thing that when somebody gets out of high school or whatever else, the first thing people say, well, "What can I do for a job?" Well, there are jobs and there's careers, and I think balancing the work that we want to do for ourselves and for each other. That is, you know, that should be the ultimate goal. You know, you, you might be flipping burgers, you know, for a couple of years. You may be doing some some work. We all end up doing jobs we don't necessarily like. And and that's unfortunate. I mean, one of the jobs that many people do, they, they enlist in the armed forces because they don't have any other, they, they, it seems like the best option at the time. And I'm saying, let's rethink about those choices we make. Let's let's not jump into something that not only could have negative consequences to you. So when I think about how many native people still enlist in the military, you're being used by another government to oftentimes to inflict harm on people. It may have seemed like a good choice for you when you're 18 years old coming out of high school because you haven't perhaps thought out your next steps and everybody wants to be all you can be, right? That they're going to encourage you that this is going to be good for you. Well, if you have some goal you want to achieve, you really need to think about the steps you're going to take to get there. You know, and I understand some people join the military for, you know, for financial op- you know, opportunities to go to school and that kind of stuff. But there, there are other choices. So as I'm talking about the things that we, we need to do, there are, there are some great authors out there. There are many books that we could read. There are, there are films that we can, that we, we should, that everybody should see. There are, there's a lot of information out there and a lot of different ways to get that information. Look, if you're not, if you're not the kind of person who's going to sit there and and read a book cover to cover, you know, some of the best authors I know, know, Roxanne Dunbar, Ortiz, Dino Gilio Whitaker, they do audio books. There are podcasts that are out there. I mentioned this before. There are a number of people who are putting good information out on an, on a range of topics. And some of these are, are, are associated to, with trades. They're not just about activism. But I will argue that some of the trades that we need to advance in our territories, are they are a form of activism. So as we start figuring out what we need and we do our own essentially needs assessment in, in, in our territories or in the communities, wherever they are, urban, um, native territory, wherever they are, we need to do a bit of a needs assessment. And as, as native people and as responsible people within a community, we should figure out what we can do to fill those needs. So what might seem like a, a you know, acts of, of volunteerism. And I think volunteerism is really important because not only does it fulfill, you know, uh, again, that, that desire to, to help, but there's also a learning experience from that. And out of some of that, th- that volunteerism, there may see you, uh, there is opportunity. So we may figure out, well, okay, this is what we've been volunteering to do, but maybe there's a business here. Maybe, maybe there's a business here that 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 can serve a certain uh, niche need in a, in a community. So these are the kinds of things, and I know, I know it's complicated, and I'm not giving very very specific answers when somebody says, "What can I do?" But part of it is you need to find out where you know, where your desires run, and as you become more familiar with what's happening on Native territories and what's happening to our people, and how we envision where we will be. I I get asked this all the time. If we, 
if we could snap our fingers and have, uh, you know, have the things that we want, if we could solve the problems that our people face, what would, what would our communities look like? Well, look, that's not even the question for me anymore. It's, it's for, for those of you coming up behind us. It, it is your future. So we have to envision what that future is going to be and then look at the various ways that we can achieve elements of that future, that good future that you want. But I know one thing. I don't want to see our territories continue to be, you know, experience these, this mass exodus of our, of our most ambitious people leaving our territories. I don't want to convince our best and brightest that the only opportunities you can realize are, are off territory. If we continue to do, uh, continue down that road, we will have depleted the most valuable thing that our territories have, the human resources that, that we represent. So we, we need to make a concerted effort to not only recognize the needs, but to pursue the opportunities that fill those needs. And, and you know, look, maybe some of those needs are short-term. Maybe, you know, concentrating on suicide prevention or drug prevention or, you know, substance abuse. These are, these are very real needs, but maybe we solve them. But part of what solving some of those needs may be is creating the opportunities that make some of these, you know, some of the challenges that our people experience, you know, move towards, towards leaving our territories, towards substance abuse, towards, you know, some of the mental, uh, mental health issues that our people suffer, suffer with. We really need to, we need to do more. And so when, when I get asked the question, you know, what can we do? You know, there, there's so many needs on our territory and with those needs are opportunities. And I'm not saying opportunities to, you know, to exploit people or take advantage of people, but to serve the needs and to fill those needs. But we have to understand the history. We have to understand where we came from, why we're in the circumstance that we're in. Because frankly, some of that is what motivates you. When, when we realize that we represent a generation that has survived some of the worst atrocities a world could have thrown at us, that should encourage us to do more. That should inspire us, to, you know, again, to inspire the next generation behind us. We should be encouraged by the fact that we remain and that we have survived some of these, these horrendous atrocities. And, but let's not forget why. Let's not forget who did what. And, and there, look, there, there are trust issues. There are, and that's why I say we, we need to have an approach towards some of these issues that, um, that don't depend on the state governments or the federal governments and maybe not even tribal governments. I think we need to find the like-minded people. I've talked about this before. We need to find the like-minded people in each one of our communities that do want to champion some of these issues, support the issues that we may not necessarily be fully engaged in, but find the people who will work with you to engage in the issues that, that you want to be the champion for. And there are many to choose from. The needs in our communities are dramatic. The, the challenges are dramatic, but the opportunities are dramatic too. You know, obviously one of the biggest challenges is always going to be the remoteness of our territories and how isolated we as a people feel, even in the cities. We oftentimes can feel isolated, but that's 
look, there's a, there's a learning associated with that too. How do we break out of that? And oftentimes we aren't going to do it alone. So we have to team up. We, we do have to form, you know, friendships, partnerships, allies, alliances. We, we need to have those. And look, we may not all want to get to the exact same place, but to the extent that we, we can walk with each other to get to, to further a goal, we should do all that we can to do that. So I guess that's, that's, my, that's my show for today. I, I'm basically saying, look, if you want to know what you can do, then, then do the homework. And find out what your needs are in your community and what you can do to help fulfill those needs. And, and, and look, reach out. Reach out to people, that some that you know. And look, if you are part of the older generation, you need to do what you can do to support the younger generation. And if you're part of the younger generation, you need to tap onto us. You need, you, need to, you need to hit us up and say, look, there are things that we want to do that you guys didn't. Can you support us? And that I don't mean just moral support. I mean financial support. So let's, let's, build, let's build the networks. Let's, let's build the, the relationships that allow us to advance the issues that we need to advance. But I, I'm going to end this by saying what I started with. But let's not fight each other. Let's not be our own enemy. Whether you agree with somebody's approach to solving a problem or not, if you don't agree, then, then come up with another, another approach. Don't try to fight somebody. We, we need all hands on deck. So if somebody's fighting a cause that you don't support, then just don't support it, but don't fight them. That's, I guess that's one of my main messages. So I want to thank you for listening. I'm John Kane. This is Let's Talk Native. Yahweh.